0: This is News Talks SSE or Tricity Lee Podcast. He is Kevin Doherty. And I am O'Sheen Langan. Uh, it's an incredibly lazy podcast this week with just Kevin and I having a chat. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well,. F- well, it's kind of a weird because week because as we record, there's games tonight. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what Sligo are able to do at home to Bray. They really need a win, and they had a kick in the teeth over the weekend, losing to Longford in the cup.
1: Yeah, and we spoke to Jessica last week, and we were saying maybe it might springboard them. Like to the league result, looking for that one win, like to get them off to a uh, get them going again, and, and it didn't happen. Longford, by all accounts, played very well and, and, and
0: knocked them out like Athlone Longford really do need to concentrate on the cup and get a good run because Waterford are going to get promoted we heard from Paul Keegan last week talking about what they're doing and how they're doing it they kind of essentially surrendered the cup didn't they they kind of said well we're ok and then Shelbourne beat them
1: well yeah I, I think Shelbourne played very well but I'm, yeah. I'm only going on the highlights and I'm looking at the updates um, obviously I'd, I'd have an interest in looking to see how Shelbourne's getting on but uh I think Waterford put out a, a strong team. I know uh, Alan Reynolds made, I think was seven changes from the, the league match against Cabin but they, they only drew that match against Cabin so I, I would say he, he chose to make those changes uh, with regard to going and trying to win the game but they were well beaten by, and bad defensive mistakes. I saw the goals and uh, they looked poor but uh, Shell's put them to the sword.
0: Yeah, it's probably disrespectful to Shelburne from me to say that Waterford didn't really care much but watching those highlights could you see or can you see there was a bit more hunger and bite to it that's something we say in the press it's something fans might say but as a, as a manager with your manager and player head on is that crap talk
1: probably yeah, yeah
0: okay. no, no I because I, I, Shelburne did need it more that's a
1: fact well to, to try and yeah to progress yeah. the next round but I, I would have assumed that Waterford would be maybe a tip for, uh, on the outsider or yeah. outsiders for maybe Gone far in the cup and even who knows getting like first division sides have got to the cup finals first division side have won the, won the cup before like the way they've been going in the league we we think and they're 7 points ahead in the league you would think that they're going to go and win
0: it the cup would have been another uh, avenue for them and even maybe a potential route into Europe yeah and you wanted to prove as well that you should be fighting in the premier division you wanted to show everyone how good your squad is how good you are as a club so even though Waterford will probably get promoted, this is a bit of a dent for them, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think so. I, I as I said, I, I, you would have fancied them as a, as an outsider, like even probably above a lot of the Premier Division teams, like because they've been going so well. The players you said, the likes of Paul Keegan coming in, they've been doing really well in the Fourth Division. And um, although I, I was, I was surprised at the manner of getting beaten three nil. Look, full credit to, to Shelbourne going down and beating them.
0: Yeah, Dundalk getting the win over Derry, Galway almost slipping out against Colester
1: yeah yeah I was uh, looking at that with, with a lot of interest because I'm, I'm uh, doing a bit of work myself with, with St it? which would be in the, the Alainso Senior League which is in the same league as as Colester so I uh, I was looking at that to see how they do and I was only uh, looking at the updates and again I saw the highlights and yeah. like um, to push them a full time Premier Division team like you know to push them really all and to be very unlucky by all reports they were unlucky not to win the game Ronan Murray came up with a good score a hat-trick Um, Stephen Chambers James Chambers younger brother scored two goals for Like, and then to go out in penalties was was heartbreaking for them
0: People say that's a bit embarrassing I don't think it is though because you've an awful lot of talent in the Leinster Senior League and these are most players in the Leinster Senior League certainly in the top end of it could probably be playing in the League of Ireland and I'm not saying they're lazy or anything but I'm just saying you know, they might have other stuff going different on in their commitments lives. They, and stuff, yeah. yeah, they might not want to slog it for a first division team, so they they 'll play with someone like Colchester, who have a chance of maybe winning a league or winning a cup or you know going well, not you know there 's a bit even bit more respect to playing for Colester than there is slogging with a first division team who might 't do anything for some
1: of those lads yeah and and look I, my eyes have only really been opened like. I maybe would have had a, a, an attitude like that. I don't know, you might even say it was snobbish thinking about Leinster Senior League teams or AOL teams or anything like that. But as I said, for the last six weeks, I've been doing work with with St Moctis. Um, and, I mean, the, the players that we have, like just go just to go few, few, through a few, like Ryan Robinson, Anto Morphy, Dean Kelly, Philly Hughes. Wow. Uh, like They're all played in the Premier Division in the yeah. League of Ireland. And for whatever reasons, they're not now. And as you say, the commitment thing, we, we train twice a week, we play... On a Friday, our home games are on a Friday, so a lot of the lads at them, they're not travelling to Cove, to Finn Harps, yeah. or to all over the country to have other family commitments, work commitments... And the standard, as I said, I'm missing... I'm, there's, there's more that there's keep doing. There's more lads that have been yes. playing... Phil Hughes was the striker, wasn't he? Phil Hughes, yeah. I had him at Shells, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, and he's still going. And, and like, the likes he's are, been
0: around for years. He must be in his 30s at this stage, ah, it? he's well his, Well, I yeah. say well. I think he's 30, 30 24. But you never lose the touch. You never lose the eye. No. And, and, and he, he could still do a job if he chose to in the League of Arts. I think
1: so. And I think if, yeah. if 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 few more... Particularly the likes of, as I say, Ryan Robinson, who was at Bray Ronders? I had him at Shells, Gavin Kearney's there beside him, Simon Dix. There's like, yeah. genuinely, we played uh, St. Pat's under-19s there, um, maybe a week and a half ago, and, and we beat them 3-1, it was comfortable, like, and, and although Pat's were really good young lads coming through, you could see we we the 1-11 with experience, and then also, you have um, a lot of lads that have played in the junior international team, Alan McGrail, David Lacey, who was at Calester, and like, really, really good players, and I have to say, um, I was really surprised at the standard,
0: like you can imagine the team you just mentioned there with the players they have doing Competing. a job in the Irish League.
1: I think so, yeah. yeah or I, even I, the first division. I, I, definitely. I, I, as I said before, I got I kind of involved myself. I wouldn't. I probably didn't go. Away. I would have signed a few players from from the league and stuff, and would have went to watch a particular player. Say, but I, I, I probably didn't give it the credit it deserves. And yeah. as I said, from one to eleven, one to fourteen, all these lads have experience and and good young lads. And for whatever reason, they're, and they're not. In in playing in the in the electricity league and another thing that has jumped out at me so much is the facilities are unbelievable. Yeah. Like I, got, I can I can speak for Saint Mochus because I'm involved there. The pitch is like a carpet. The clubhouse they're yeah. looking to uh, maybe extend in the clubhouse
0: because with these clubs their focus has been on being a club. Yeah. Whereas for many years and it's it's a real bugbear I have about League of Ireland teams for many years they whinged about facilities and whinged about oh no one comes to see us but they never actually Didn't made themselves into a club yeah. they never made themselves an entity whereas these crowds know that they're nothing without a clubhouse they're nothing without a pitch they're nothing without their players and, and their they, communities as well and that's the key word yeah. there so they've actually yeah. established that so if these clubs decided that they wanted to become a League of Ireland club they could probably do it like Cabin Tealy would be a good example be a very good example yeah. and,
1: like, and I'm, I'm sure they're Look, the way, the way we've been talking about this, splitting the league and the fourth division and how many teams and stuff, I'm sure the FBI would like some of these clubs to get involved. I don't know whether they want or whether they're not. It's, not. it's nothing to do with me, but the facilities are certainly there. We played uh, Lucan in the pre-season friendly um, last Friday, and again, like the pitch was like a bowling green. Better than any pitch that, that, that I've been seeing in the league in, yeah. in a long time, and again... This, from what I know, I've, I've only asked a couple of different questions because I'm genuinely interested in how they would. Because the facilities we have, for instance, I would have killed for when I was managing shells. The not, training. Not literally. Tra- just well, terrifying. I might have got close because I would really.
0: Who would you have killed?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone, anyway, no, but just to have, like, you know, it's, they seem to do things the right way. They uh, Whatever, through grants or but our fundraising and stuff like that. They're because able to, they
0: don't have to spend stupid money on players. Exactly, exactly.
1: Now, look. I know, <laughs> I'm only there a couple of weeks and I, I've been involved in the, the League of Ireland for a long time and I know that that's where, what what you should really be aspiring to is, is the very, very top level that you can but it is yeah. definitely another option and, and it's something that it's, my eyes have been really opened up to.
0: And again, this isn't a go at the FAI but do they need to put more of an incentive to these clubs to want to join up because the big problem is is there's not enough of a geographical spread and there's probably not enough in it for clubs to want to be in the League of Ireland yeah again as I said
1: I don't understand um, the reasons why they would want to or why they would not want to other than being maybe on a some would say a bigger stage I don't know but certainly the facilities are there the players are there the communities are there the yeah. the uh, committees and stuff that seem to be behind the scenes are there and again just things looking at it they just seem to do things the right way and Maybe that's why they they mightn't want to move on. Yep. They're happy with what, what they're doing, and and just going back to my own case of St. Mark's, like they won the enter Sen, Senior League last year. So it's the, it's the very I was at the very very top level with, alongside the and Bluebell, and like it's it seems to be a very very good standard. Yeah, well, and and that's the thing. Look, that like the Munster Senior League, like the likes of Avondale and stuff that, like you see, that uh, John Caulfield was involved with. Like I'm sure there is a lot more whether they want it or not I don't know and whether they, the, ha- the reasons why they would want it or not again I, it, I don't really know to be honest
0: Yeah, and Mark Sull is another example of a guy who jumped at an old enough age yeah. right into the League of Ireland did a great job for Cork City for a couple of years is playing wonderfully well for Waterford
1: yeah yeah, and, and, and we only spoke to Stephen Henderson a couple of weeks ago about Carl Caulfield coming in from in the Munster Senior League as well and just jumping straight and again and even uh, Greg Morehouse is playing with Sligo now, was at Crumlin for a long time. Yeah. He was only up the North for a little while. Like, so, definitely, and as I said, maybe people within the league or, I don't know, even higher might have a, a particular attitude. I didn't know. Do they about need the to league. try
0: and recruit the FAI? Do they need to go to some of these clubs and say, and again, we're kind of contradicting ourselves because there's already too many clubs in Dublin or enough clubs in Dublin, but do they need to go to clubs who exist outside of Dublin and say, would you consider it? Well, there has to be some incentive there. Yeah,
1: like I mean, if you if think about the clubs that have come into the league and are gone again, think of Fingal. You think of Kildare County. Yeah, like but again, Fingal was some, just set up. Yeah, I know, there but there was no I, base no, there. There. No, but yeah. I'm I'm saying like that would be the would would Leinster Senior League, Munster Senior League clubs risk all of that all the yeah. great work you've done to to maybe start going and paying players and all that type of stuff yeah. and 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 nearly gambling their future just to be in G the league don't
0: or, pay? I think.
1: Well, I, I I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent sure what what way they they do. It, but when like, they started,
0: they were amateur.
1: Yeah. Well, I yeah. I'd, say, I'd say most of the players are amateur-like, but I don't know. I, I don't know the ins and outs of Camatili. But look, yeah. the model what they've done, and they've gradually improved every year. They've signed an awful lot of what you would say big players over the last while. So maybe they're heading more down the yeah. the professional route.
0: But they're trying to establish a, a route, and to to credit the FAI, they are now making clubs be more just about their first team because that was always a big thing that clubs just pumped everything into just about covering a wage bill and didn't make a structure and that was never going to last that's never been a model that will survive yeah. and now clubs have to do that Well this is the whole thing or with the
1: 19th, yeah. yeah. and then ultimately you think the 13th is going to come in as well so yeah that's the way it's going and look I suppose it's only right
0: So they've kind of learned from the stronger Leinster Senior League Munster Senior League Connacht Senior League Ulster Senior League clubs and said ah ok this is what you have to do
1: Maybe yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever they or wherever they got it from, it, it, it seems to be the right idea.
0: Okay, let's talk about the games themselves, or go back to talking about some of the games which yeah. we've already covered. Some uh, Wexford going out to Crumlin. I've heard people reference this as a shock. No, it's not. for every reason that we've already talked, yeah. about, it's not a shock.
1: No, I fa- look, I, I, I actually fancy Crumlin and all a lot of their players. Um, again it would be the same model the same type of thing as as, as the likes of St. Moctis and Bluebell All, most lads have play in the league decent standard Wexford aren't doing particularly well in the first division so it wasn't a uh, a massive shock I certainly was looking at the, the prices before the match and I don't think there was much in it to be honest With um, Jake Donnelly actually scored the winner again who had him at Shell he's a good player and uh, they seem to be look I think they got a home draw to Dundalk in the next round so look you would think that Dundalk would be able to take care of them but you just never know that they seem to be doing really well. They've done all right in pre season. Again, the season starts on Friday for the Lancer Senior League, so they'll be a little bit fitter by the time the following week comes around. In I think that sense, maybe
0: it is a shock. People thought, okay, these clubs haven't played competitively, so the League of Ireland clubs would have the advantage. Well, I think
1: Crumman uh, yeah. played a lot of games up I think it's called, I think it's the Tommy Clement Cup up in the AOL. They were playing a lot of teams, so yeah. there were plenty of games. Um, I think they even played. Charlton I think it was in in Richmond Park um, so they were obviously had this in mind you know the play, that they were going to be playing in the FAI Cup mm. so no I don't think it was a massive shock to be honest
0: Are cup games different as a player stroke manager?
1: Mm. well I was unlucky enough for the, the two years that I was at Shells that I got Dundalk away twice in the FAI Cup in, our, in the first round so <laughs> I didn't get that much experience of it but uh no, I, I, I think we had good run in the EA, EA Sports Cup where we, we beat Cabin Teedy, then Bows and then we were beaten on penalties by Rovers so it brought a bit bigger crowds playing Rovers, playing Bows, that type of thing a um, bit, of, bit of excitement, a bit of a distraction I suppose as well from whether you're doing well or, or, or not in the league it depends on, on uh, who, you, who you draw but a good cup run is always uh, nice
0: The tie of the next round is Shelburne against Shamrock Rovers in Tolka Park it's a, a derby match that we've been denied for a couple of years
1: yeah, well, as I said, we played them in the League Cup in the quarterfinals last year and they beat us on penalties and it was definitely the best crowd, best atmosphere of the season, yeah. like, you know. Um, the people call it the Ring's End Derby and also we... we uh,
0: Is that because both of them? Both were, were,
1: were f- founded in, around the Ring's End oh, they were both yeah. founded? Yeah, the yeah it's fair to know. Well, I know Shells were. Well, I
0: always thought Shamrock Rovers were um, kind of more... Milltown direction because that would have been was that their original home?
1: I honestly don't know. Well, I know, okay. I, I don't know. But the Rings Ringsend thing is, it's, I, I know yeah. that Ringsend to be mentioned. I know, the yeah, well, not, I know they played there quite a lot. Yeah, well, maybe that. But I know, I know, I know where shells were because it was actually yeah. at the unveiling of a plaque of in uh, um, just just beside uh, the Aviva Stadium there, where it was actually founded off the Shelbourne Road. That's what they were called Shelbourne in the first place.
0: Ah, okay, I was not aware of that. Yeah. And as I was saying, there uh, Rovers have played everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, well, they
1: seem to be settled now
0: yeah well that's what happens when you're given a stadium uh, but that, that like, when I say we haven't had a, that derby for a couple of years that um, we haven't had it in the league for the last no. couple of years is it is it a frustrating thing from the Shell's point of view that you kind of get this taste of it and then you go back to the drudgery of the first division can be yeah yeah because yeah. you see that's where
1: where you want to be and, and um, when you look at the, the league table you're so far off it, like you know so it's it's, it's definitely you get a quick snapshot of what, what it could and, and should be like so it's a. It was the first one out of the hat, and um, it's definitely the, uh, one of the bigger ties around.
0: Well, Kevin, obviously you are a former manager of Shelburne. The present manager of Shelburne joins us now, and a man who's had an awful lot of success with Shelburne down the years. Own Heary, just like yourself, obviously. Okay. Owen, how are you? I'm not too bad, thanks. Thank you very much. Good, a good win in the cup last weekend. You must have been delighted.
2: Yeah, fantastic win for us. I mean, hard to put it flying high in the fourth division, so going down there and. Winning 3-0, you know, it was, was no easy task, but thankfully we have got through in the next round.
0: How much did you need this? Because the first division, especially this year, is tough in the fact that Waterford look like they have the one promotion spot sealed. So for everyone else, you're kind of you're trying to get to the end of the season, you're trying to stay motivated, and that's tough if you've got nothing to look forward to.
2: Yeah, definitely agree with you. I think Waterford are uh, the team that are going to go up, and for ourselves, if he's not knocked out of the cup, we only have the yeah. mess senior the, uh, the Lancaster Senior Cup semi final to look forward to. So it prolongs our season a bit. You know, we're not giving up, obviously, in trying to get more points uh, to get up the league table. But in terms of trying to have success and cups and things like that, it's always good to be in the next round. Plus, it's more income for the, for the club because otherwise we, we only have one or two home games left. So uh, going forward, at least you have a, a Rovers game, a big game at home, and the cup player, we can make a few quid from it.
0: Yeah, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes but for yourselves is it, is it kind of a frustrating thing because you're probably thinking as a manager well if we could beat Waterford once why couldn't we beat the best teams more often and be in that mix for promotion?
2: Well, for us we've done well against Waterford this year uh, we've played them three times in the league we've lost once and drew with them twice we've just been inconsistent against I uh, suppose, to the teams that are probably more harbour ourselves you know, we beat beaten beat beaten Newsy but lost twice to Wexford lost twice to Cavendini so I think with the fourth division, a lot of the teams are similar with just inconsistency. Whereas Waterford has just been consistent throughout the season, and that comes down to the experienced players they have. I think you know they look through that team. You have Paul Egan, you have Brown, you have McLean, you have uh, O'Sullivan, McDade. A lot of quality players there that are probably Premier Division players. And they just keep doing it week in, week out. And, you know they might slip up once, then they bounce back the following week.
0: Yeah, and it's Shamrock Rovers in the cup. That's a real motivator and it's it's at home, isn't it? So that will give you like we'd
2: probably be further away to be honest with you. Really? Well we've we've more points, we are probably the best uh in the fourth division, you know, away record in the fourth division. Surprisingly at home is where we we struggle this year, you know. You know, that's not down to playing badly, it's just that we haven't taken our chances when they've come along in front of goal whereas away at home. We've uh, we've been very good like and we've won more games away than we have at home so Surprisingly, but, you know, you're playing Shamrock Rovers, I don't I don't think it matters where you play them. It's, it's a good Dublin derby for us. It's probably a long time since we've had a, a Dublin derby like that, you know, so uh, it'll be interesting, but all the pressure will be on Rovers, obviously, for obvious reasons, A full-time, you know, they've got a lot of players assigned on the page of the day, so they've got a lot of quality players but for us. I think mean, the motivation itself is that you're playing Rovers to get through it for the next round.
1: I'm not sure the chairman would agree with you that you'd prefer it to play away from home. What do you think?
2: But it, on the... Uh, when you're saying on the in the cup, away from home it won't matter because of the fact that you get 40, 40 or twenty or whatever it is to get. So I don't think Joe would mind in that sense. But uh, for us so it's a home game and something to look forward to, Kevin. You know yourself. These games tend to look after themselves and Dublin derby, so hopefully, you know, we can come out on the right side of it.
0: And it's a real tester for your players, isn't it? Coming up against a, a full-time outfit, as you mentioned, and one is as good as Rovers. And it's a derby as well, isn't it? And look, I'm not afraid to drop a cliché. on. as you know, you've been interviewed by me many times over the years. Form genuinely, and I really do mean this, it genuinely does go out the window.
2: It does. And I think that was proven when we played Waterford. You know, as uh, I said, we go down there and get a 3-0 result from no one expected. So, so i I think it goes out the windows and the cup. If you look from the Wexford, you know, people don't expect these results to come up but the obvious do. So uh, we'd be no different. You know, we're the underdogs going into the game, we know that say Rovers, much bigger budget than us, full time outfit, staff is full time. They've everything gave to our success. But on any given day we don't know what can happen that, you know, we can go out and put a performance in that get us through to the next round and that's that's a motivation to for us we have to do our, our walks our on cold on Friday and then look forward to the game the following week.
0: I guess in other countries, especially when, you know, you look at England and coverage of English football kind of dominates over here, the Cup has lost a lot of luster, but over here it's actually probably gained it.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think it's the fact as well that, I mean, if you, if you look at the, the leagues, especially in the fourth division, you play each other so many times. You know, there's eight teams and you're playing four times, no sooner have you played Waterford and you play Waterford again or poles and Cove again. So, People tend to get sick of, tours of the same games come week in, week out. You know, probably the same in the Premier, but there's a bit more this year in the Premier that three teams are coming down. So people look and saying Cork have possibly won the league already, Waterford won the league, you know, it's a battle to see who comes down. But the interesting thing now for the Cup is that anyone who can win the Cup. You know, there's good teams still in it, there's some non league teams still in it. So we all have a chance of getting through and you know, for ourselves it's probably the, the only chance or, well that and the Lancer Cup of us of getting success this year.
0: We've been talking about non-league teams and some of the success they've had in the Cup so far this season. Kilester very unlucky not to knock out Galway, went to penalties. Crumlin obviously, doing a job on Wexford. Glenville, only losing 1-0 to Shamrock Rovers in Talla. And we were talking about the, 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 the standard of player that you have in the Leinster Senior League and how, for many of them, they could easily, if they wanted to, play in the League of Ireland. But for whatever reason... They mightn't want to, it mightn't suit them, they might have a family, they might have a job, they might have a career, they mightn't just fancy it. Do you find it hard? Or have you kind of talked to players who've been involved with Leinster Senior League? Have you tried to get them and have they kind of said no? Have you tried to convince them to come to the League of Ireland?
2: Yeah, well, it works well, way. I've seen about ways, to be honest. You know, people talk about such a player in the Leinster Senior is good enough to make a step up. But when they make that step up, you know, they might be good for two or three games, but it's kind of do it on a consistent level. Leinster Senior League is, is a lot different and. If you said go out in one day and beat Wexford, but if you put them into the league, can they do it week in, week out and see where they finish? And you know, we talk a lot about you know Celtic and Rangers being the only teams in England, and if they went into out in Scotland, and they went to the Premier in England, that they'd hold their own. But I don't think they would, like you know, because of the, the level and the standards week in, week out, and hence why they struggle when they go into Europe. You know, the Celtic and Rangers of this world. But for ourselves, it's the same over here. Players in the lens of the scene There is some good quality players. Yeah, you make the step up, but they're not able to cope with it. you know the pressure of winning um, week in week out, you know the training four, four nights a week, the commitment to it. So there's a there's a lot of I suppose there's and pros from that point of view, you know what a player can achieve, and then you do have players that make the step up and are well able to do it week in week out. So it's I suppose it's it's just the player, the type of player that he is, his motivation, and where he wants to achieve and what he wants to do, you know, comes into. It.
0: Is it? is the difficulty trying to sell them being in the first division because it's it can be a tough place we'll say for example if you're with the, uh, St Noctas or uh, or a Bluebell now I have no idea what's going on in the Leinster Senior League so Bluebell are still, they're still one of the big teams still yeah, one yeah, of the, yeah. the ones you fancy for a title Crumlin is it difficult to go to a guy and say look you'll have to train more and you might get less reward but you'll be in the League of Ireland there's possibly better prestige for you and if you do well at this who knows what could happen for you is that is that still a hard sell?
2: Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's hard to, to you know, try to convince a player to come to League of Ireland because of the commitment, because he might get more walking and more maybe playing for a Cumberland or Blue Bell. I don't know if they give a few quiz for travelling expenses and that. And he might get more than, and that's, that's why they because of the amount know, of travelling that we do compared to say Google whether where they're just travelling around, you know, playing teams in Dublin and he might play a, a team the odd time in the country and outside in the Cup or something like that. But, you know, what we, what we try to sell them is the club itself as a whole but also you know if you think that the Premier Division in this country is the top league in this country there's no higher league you know than, than what Bowles are in and Shamrock Rovers are in and then the next one after that is the First Division Yeah. so you know that's what you're trying to sell them is this is the chance to play in the second highest league in the country and as you say there's a chance then that other teams are watching it there's a chance then that you might have Scouts watching it and if you're young enough there's a chance that an Ireland Under-21s manager Under-19s manager could watch it and
0: see you playing and you know you might get a show, you might get a call off there yeah. Owen we've had you on before well in my now previous gig on News Talk Breakfast talking about Wes Houlihan and how he should be in the Ireland squad that was a few years ago obviously he's he's done that and he's he's really stepped up Shawnee Maguire this week got the call having only joined Preston three weeks ago first of all look I'm sure you're delighted for him that he's been called up but uh, secondly would you be frustrated that it seems to have taken this kind of magic plane to England for Shawnee to get yeah. that call up
2: yeah, it always happens. We've seen it over the years, like where the players have gone to England, as you say. He hasn't improved that much in three weeks to deserve a call-up when he was playing here. I mean, he was playing here on a regular basis, scoring goals, whether it's Europe or in the league, and he definitely deserved a call-up before then. And I just hope that, again, this is not a call-up, you know, and then the squad gets cut and he's out of the squad again. You know, you don't want to, as just a little bit of recognition for him. You want him to show what he can do. And I think he's... I've said before really, that he's a quality player. And he deserves a chance to go to England, and he deserves a chance as a call for strikers that are scoring goals. I think it's the, it's, it's the most important time to get them because their confidence is high. They know where the man is, and when they're on a, you know, as far well as a scoring streak, it's always a good time to get them in because you know we have half a chance with them. And so you'd like to you like to hope that he will make his debut sooner rather than later. Hopefully, he get a he get a run out this time round.
1: I was just reading actually in the, in the Herald today. Um, the Martin O'Neill said he, he possibly would have called him in had he still been at Cork given the, the form that he had shown like he, he wasn't impressed with him in the cup final but then he saw him against Dundalk when I, I think he scored a hat-trick that day it is though I, I think in this particular case more so even than um, Horgan and Boyle or whoever else before this is really a case of going over playing one game being left out in the in the following game and then getting into the Ireland squad like there's certainly whatever stigma I don't know what attached it to playing in the league he was certainly performing better a couple of like maybe a month ago, then he, he hasn't the last week because he hadn't, didn't play against Leeds. He was, he was left in the bench and didn't even come on. So there's definitely something there. This magic playing that we always talk about, you know, it, it certainly exists.
2: Yeah, no, you're, you're totally rude, you I totally agree with you, Kevin. Know, I just look, because he's has gone to England doesn't make him a better player straight away, you know, and he is a good player. he was, he's proven that, I think, he done over there, he said, he scores in his first game over there, gets left out then, and then gets called into the Ireland team. So it shows that he, he was well capable of doing it here. Now, whether or impressive or wherever is have a better shout of getting people calls up I don't know but you know I'm delighted for the side young for himself because he definitely
0: deserves it It's a bizarre one did you say Martin O'Neill said he wasn't impressed with him in the cup final in the cup final yeah. but surely yeah. the sign of a really good player is that he can be very quiet and then pop up when he's needed at the he, vital moment he, which he did is exactly. It in. yeah he threw it in again. Yeah, okay.
1: albeit he scored but that yeah. he wasn't I mean this, that was last November there's been there's been yeah. international since then
0: but albeit he scored in the biggest game in an incredibly tight game yeah. on surely as a manager that's what you're looking for a player to do a guy to be quiet yeah, and then all of a so sudden
2: they're, if you're only looking at a player for just the one game then you know then there's an issue because he might have an off day Yeah, you know if you looked at him for 3 or 4 games before Florida or 3 or 4 games this season you'd know he was, yeah. he was a good player well I'm sure he has because he, he
0: definitely has because I've seen him at games but my point is is he kind of said he didn't have a great game albeit he scored surely that, albeit he scored in yeah, a cup final yeah that kind of yeah,
2: he used to say minute. that about Twig at Rovers. You know, he didn't play well, he didn't want, well, but yet yeah, he put the ball in the net twice and won the game for them. You know, and I think that's a sign of a good striker is that he mightn't have an effective game, he mightn't do much in it, but yet yeah, he come off trumps with scoring the winner or creating the winner or something to that effect. I think uh is one of those players as well.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if if like if if Martin O'Neill like, I don't know, but was he was he afraid to put him into the squad when he was playing in the league? Like was he? What? Well, I don't I think think he's know good
2: because. Look, the I mean, the point of the defender in is probably more difficult because he might make a mistake that causes yeah. the goals. Where a centre forward, I think, you know, he makes a mistake, nothing's going to go wrong. Right. You know, he might miss an opener and we say, well, at least he was in the position to try, you know, to try score. Whereas, you know, if he makes a mistake and he loses the ball, you have another 10 players behind him trying to get the ball back. So I think it's easier to put a striker in to have a look at him than it is to put a defender or maybe a miss or even a goalkeeper for that matter. So I don't see why not Throw him in, have a look at them, and, and see how we fare. out. plus the experience
1: for them will, will help them then, and in, in the longer, the longer run of things. Exactly, yeah. And, and over the years, you've seen when lads have come through the league and gone away, and and when they, even when they're making their debuts, when they're coming on, it really lifts the whole place. It lifts the league, oh, and it lifts whatever, the crowd. Yeah. Like you can, you can even hear the reaction in in the crowd when God, even going all the way back to Wesley, like, but when you see McLean coming on and, and stuff like that, it, it certainly gives, and it definitely gives. The league a boost. It would give it a bigger boost if somebody was was capped, going back to to Jason and and Crowley when they were when they were capped at like whilst playing in the league. Like it certainly it, it gives the whole league a, a big boost. And I don't know why a manager would would be afraid to make that make that call.
2: Yeah, and I think it, it gives them, as you say, like also the manager probably gained more respect from people in the league. Yeah. Saying, you know what, Fair him, mm-hmm. so he's had the chance of you know the young player in and gave him a look, and I think that's what needs to be done. Rather than going out to America, it is these tournaments that he play and bring them along. I think yeah. they can easily throw them into a friendly head and i say that the Irish people get a
0: boost from it as well. And just before I let you go, from a tactics point of view, Sean he's kind of ideal for this Ireland team because even when he doesn't get on the ball, he works hard, he presses defenders, he makes himself available, he makes the ball stick up front, and that's something maybe we're missing. And he is a goal scorer, and that is something we're definitely missing.
2: Yeah, and I think it's I think it's he's, uh, Ireland. The way we play with Sue, Sean, as well, I mean, we we don't, when Weather's not in the team, we tend to go hit the front man as quick as possible. And I think that with Sue, Sean, as I say, he holds it up very well. He brings other players into play. But he's a natural goal scorer. and let's see. Mm-hmm. You know, he has good good upper body strength. He reminds me a lot of Weather with the strength that he has to hold people off and bring other people into play. But the most impressive thing of him this year is that he can put the ball in the net. And I think when you're on fire like that, that's the, t- the time to get these players in and let them have a go at it.
0: Owen Heary, Shelburne manager, thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate your time. No problem, thank you very much. I noticed you were calling Owen skip there. Is that from yeah. your time as Yeah, yeah, I just always did, yeah, yeah, still do. Is that because he was the skipper? Well, that would yeah. Okay. The would it, you know what? That, he's already. kind of one of those guys, Owen. I I think he would be the kind of de facto captain even if he wasn't the official captain in a team. He always struck me looking outside in as just a real leader a go-to guy just a, a a strong character within a team
1: yeah well I always got on very well with him um, he was he was the proper captain and he used to pick him up on the way and so he only started driving there god it must be only five or six years ago he used to were all our heads in having to pick him up but yeah. he, he he used to get a cup of tea in the morning so he was alright but uh, now he was a great captain great player yeah. like, the best probably uh, most consistent player in the league over over many numbers of years.
0: Yeah, and obviously he was part of that great run for yeah. Shelburne in Europe and he went right across the kind of um, changing of the guard in the league from when it was, you know, Europe yeah. would, be, would be a drinking session to Europe being taken seriously and sports science being taken more seriously. I remember reading an article with, with him years ago that when he was with Kilkenny, you know, he'd think nothing of having a snack box after a game and yeah, yeah. Nuts he changed all that. Well, he
1: was actually part-time. My first year at, at Shells I... I Came in full time, and he was still working. And it was uh, the year that, that Pat took over that he went full time. And look, as I said, he, the success he's had—he's yeah. probably the most decorated player in, in, in Irish football history. Is he? Must be one of them. Anyway. Yeah,
0: definitely. Again, don't ask me specific. No, questions. But, and, and even going back going <laughs> all the way <laughs> to, to, that, to that specifics to that. Some kind of yeah.
1: journalist. <laughs> um, going back to the, to the whole uh, round the European round I think Luke was playing against him. He playing left wing, and Owen kept him quiet for the whole time. And then I think yeah. Luke went to Newcastle for twelve million or something after that.
0: Yeah. okay well that's it for this week a kind of truncated version because it's a strange week we're recording on Tuesday there's two big games on Tuesday night Rovers playing Limerick uh, in Limerick and Sligo hosting Bray that has huge ramifications for the re- relegation game, so yeah, massive, massive massive game and it was good to talk to Owen about Sean McGuire and Shelburne who will go on to meet uh, Shamrock Rovers in the FAI Cup Final you may have heard you may not have heard uh, that I am now switching roles within News Talk I'm going to be Off the Balls reporter the League of Ireland podcast We'll continue, if Kevin's willing. Oh, you are willing, great. right? Yeah, I was a bit okay, worried the
1: breaking news on Twitter <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah. Created uh, a bit of a storm.
0: In what guys? I'm not sure, and when it will come out, I'm not sure, because my week now changes. But we'll stick with you until the end of the season, at the very least. Uh, Kevin, how can people send their abuse to you? Yeah, I'm at KevDoc5. And you can get me on at Oisin Lang, And we'll talk to you soon. Good luck. Goodbye. Thank you.